0: Gross. Oh, that was I had gross. a little bit of a burp. The one rule is not to burp on podcasts. Oops. That's literally the only rule. Gross. It's not the only rule. Yeah, I'm sure there's but a lot of other. It's One reasons. of the main rules. Yeah. It's one of the main rules. Ah yeah. uh, boy. Cheers, Whoops. buddy. Hey, cheers. Yeah, Why? We're, we're back. We're back from our space. No. That's a...
1: It's no, song. not Aretha, Aretha Franklin. I, I almost said Diana Ross. That's why. But I was like, Diana nope,
0: nope. Wrong one. Wrong. It's Aretha one. Franklin somehow. Racist. Um, <laughs> I, I was correct. I, that's I true. That's true. You, you self, you're a self correcting racist. You, you son of a bitch. Uh, Chad's going to be so uncomfortable when we make those racist jokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is episode 48 of NB. Yay! Oh, sexy. Um, welcome back, y'all. Hope you guys enjoyed the uh, Kelly Dwyer episode, the conference finals preview that we released on Wednesday. When you're listening to this, it'll be Friday morning. Um, hopefully, you also listened to the last episode and heard, we got a new co-host. Um, he'll be on next week's episode. He wasn't able to make it today. His name is Tad Hall. Uh, and yeah, he's been on previous mini shows and um, with the evacuation of Matt, we decided that we wanted... Evacuation, is that the wrong word?
1: It sounds so much worse. With Matt
0: choosing, uh, with, with, uh, with with us making a new direction uh, on the Matt Reed front, we just decided that we wanted a, a third co-host who could, uh, who could help and kind of pick up the slack um, now that Matt's not here um, and help keep us on track. So Tad's going to be joining us next week, officially. Welcome to the podcast, Tad, and welcome to the Yay Network, buddy. Um, how you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good. Um, I almost burped. Oh, gross. You're yeah. disgusting. That would be the, the, the pot calling the kettle black right there. <laughs> um, my uh
1: the, my first show of the sketch show, Sin Night, we finished that bad boy up. Um, It was pretty cool. At first we were like, oh, we don't even know if anyone's showing up because it was Mother's Day. But right at the last second, we sold out. Bam! And also, at the moment, we're like already more than three quarters, I don't know, what, seven eighths, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, sold out of the next one. So, hey, y'all want... To go see some sketch comedy about the restaurant biz. Uh, What time?
0: 8 p.m. Sunday, Second City, the Blackout Cabaret. This is the last one, right? The last one. I might buy a ticket. I'm going to try to go. I'm gonna try really hard to go it's all right well because we do double yay on sunday yeah so i know I hey after you guys are done you guys can come over yeah well come jay's gotta the- come jay if you're listening to this come over earlier on sunday you fuck <laughs> um cool man well uh let's get into it we got a we got a short episode today we got some places we got to get to some business to attend to let's get into the show first topic of the day cavaliers are down two. oh son <sighs> eat a dick lebron i don't think they're gonna turn two. okay quick question Quick question: I couldn't, I can't avoid it. Do you think that LeBron's dick looks like this microphone? No, bigger, smaller? Probably.
1: I mean, this is literally a this beer a, can. It's
0: incredibly girthy. <laughs> this is incredibly if, girthy. And
1: if his dick does look like a beer can, he needs to go to a doctor. That
0: poor woman. Uh, that poor woman. That does not sound good. Ugh. Anyways, um, I'll tell you what else is scary. It's scarier than microphone shaped dicks. Scary Terry. <laughs> Scary Terry and the Boston Celtics. That was a stretch. I feel that. Yeah, because all microphones bad. are shaped like dicks. That was, that's true. They pretty much are. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, what's going on with the Cavs, man? I mean, the Celtics look incredible. We talked about this on the podcast with Queli- Kelly Dwi- Queli Dwyer. Oh, <laughs> Talib Kelly Dwyer. Oh, we didn't even introduce ourselves yet. Oh, no, we didn't. Holy shit. Whoa. What do you go ahead? Okay. Uh, I am Luca J. Keelas, aka Luca Don King ah ah because the king's got the number two overall pick. they might yeah. pick him yeah. i get it I get we'll it. talk about it later we'll it. talk All about it later only in america <laughs> very nice yeah. uh directly in front of me sir um it's too late now but introduce yourself hi i'm Nikki quiles aka Scary
1: Terry Rose, a.k.a. Marcus Smarties, a.k.a. Mark Custard Morris, a.k.a. <laughs> Jalen Hash Brown, a.k.a. Jason Taters. Nice. All right, All celtics space, because we were just about to talk about the Celtics. Just,
0: just off the top of the head, since we're drinking wine, wine puns, basketball player names. I don't know enough about wine. Uh, well, you can
1: do the Cleveland Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> yeah, that's good, which works because I'm pretty sure that's all that. That's ca- pretty much all the Lebron, LeBron drinks. 100. percent Yeah, although I have lately been calling him uh, the Cleveland Lecav- Le Cavaliers mm. or Lebron Jason Jason, just
0: him. Jason Tannins. <laughs> <laughs> that's a stretch. That was bad. That was bad. I'm better than this. Derek Rose. <laughs> <Stole> <laughs> Derek it. Rose. Nice.
1: Um, let's see. Shit.
0: I don't know shit about wine. Montepulciano Blaylock. Jesus. I mean, wait, not Monte. Monte Blaylock is not a person. No. Uh, oh my God, what was his name from the Golden State Warriors? Monte Ellis. Ellis. Montepulciano Ellis. Oh Jesus. <laughs> what is that first word you're saying? Montepulciano. It's a type of wine. It's literally what we're drinking right now. Is it Montepulciano? It's an Italian wine. It tastes good. Bop-a-de-bibu. It sounds like you're saying a word. Montepulciano. Yeah. Montepulciano? Yeah. Oh, you're... Okay. 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 I hear it now. We're hearing it. Okay. It took a second. Not good. Too many
1: seconds, but you heard it eventually. All right. Um, I just... I'm trying to think of something that would go with Merlot, (laughs) but I can't think of
0: it. Oh, shit. There's gotta be one out
1: there. There's... Well, I guess for some reason... He doesn't play basketball, but I just keep on thinking of Roblo, so I just keep on saying (sighs) Rob Merlot. Uh... Gotta be basketball. Gotta be basketball. Um... Uh, Moses Merlot. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, yeah, I like
0: that one. Got it. I was gonna say (laughs) Nico (laughs) Merlotage. Oh, fuck, that's a stretch. All right, let's move on. Um, All right, so the Cavs are down to question number one: Is do you think? That the Cavs can be the first team in NBA history to come down? I don't think they're the first team ever, but, like, do you think ultimately that they can come back from this and ultimately win this series? And if so, what adjustments do they need to make? What the fuck do they need to do? Well, I'm just going to say this. They're not the first team, because it's
1: not even the first LeBron James team to come back from 2-0, so... Uh, cause he said that during an interview.
0: Uh, he has been very sassy during this interview. He has, man. Did you hear how he shit on that fucking interviewer? Where, where he yeah. was like, this happened, then this happened, then this happened. His memory is incredible.
1: Yeah, I love cause then they asked Steph Curry the same thing. He's like, don't fucking try me like that. <laughs> I
0: was like, yeah, that's a good point. LeBron is a savant and also probably has Asperger's.
1: Yeah, uh, he is, <laughs> it, it is crazy listening to him. T- and it's also the, the glasses he was wearing post game. He don't look good in them. He needs to take those off. The suit was fine, but the glasses aren't great. He tries.
0: He, you and LeBron have a lot in common. Like you, he, he really. Oh tries. yeah, we put the effort. He really tries to make shit work. Yeah, and it same doesn't. thing with like a uh, Russell
1: Westbrook. Right. Really tries to make things work. And no, sometimes Russell makes you're it work. like, okay, Russell makes it work.
0: don't even don't try to put yourself in the same category as Russell.
1: Sometimes he makes some choices that are like that one didn't work. He
0: pulls off everything. He's I so don't cool. Know. He's got the perfect body. Uh, maybe the <laughs> that got weird. Fat. <laughs> that's on you. Don't look at me. That was a mistake. Um, yeah, I.
1: I think they might win a... Cu- I, I was very surprised how Kelly was like, they're going to lose the first two and then probably win the next two. Because I was like, oh, that means... Mm, awesome. I definitely. They lost the first
0: two. So he's... Uh, well, bro,
1: fucking LeBron right put now. up a
0: 40-point triple-double last night and they 42 points,
1: 12 rebounds, 10 assists, I believe it was, on 55% shooting. I mean,
0: there's nothing else he can do. It's crazy. There's nothing else he can do. I, Kevin Love had a great game last I at, night. He had 22
1: and then Kyle Korver had 11 and then it's it's just zero. Nothings. I think three points from George Hill, two from Ronnie Hood that came in some garbage time minutes. Um, Clarkson didn't even play. J.R. Smith had more technical fouls
0: than he had, or flagrant fouls than he had points. But like, dude, Ty Lue, where's Larry Nance? Like, make an adjustment. Do Al something. Horford is destroying you guys. Just absolutely, just digging in there, digging in there. Whipping it out and just pounding it in, he's pounding it in. That was vivid. That was so aggressive. It was vivid. Al Horford's getting in that ass so bad. Um, he's been he's been so so fucking good. good. Real quick, it's I want to point out it's so
1: weird that just last week we were talking about how great a a job Tyloo was doing in comparison to Dwayne Casey. And now, look at how terrible of a job he's doing in comparison to Brad Stevens. Nobody thinks he's a and good And Brad coach.
0: Stevens didn't get a goddamn vote by any chance. Y'all are so stupid. You're so, you're are stupid. You stupid idiots. You fucking, fucking, fucking dummies. Me. You dumb, dumb, dums. Are you kidding me? Sorry for calling you guys dumb, dumb, dums. Not you fucking dumb, dumb, dums. <sighs> um, yeah, Al Horford's been a revelation. Uh, they just can't match up. Like Cleveland, one defensively is so—they're so fucking terrible, dude. Oh, terrible they don't switch defense. on screens. Like the amount of times where like the ball is swung from one side of the court to the other, and everybody's just kind of standing, put and looking around. The amount of open looks that they get to the basket is so stupid. Yeah, they've got to—they've got to figure out a way to stop having Kevin Love matched up on Al Horford because Al Horford has been destroying, destroying him, him, just I, tearing him up. And like he's so good with the ball on the pick and pop. I mean, he's just killing them.
1: I didn't get to watch the whole. Game of game two I watched all of game one It was a blast to watch Uh, Game two I didn't get to watch The whole game of But I got there I got in I got there It was like tied uh, It was like in the I think it was 72 72 or something like that You mean 69 69 That that happened at one point As well A lot of people Kept on That also gross Disgusting You need to stop Uh, Because I'm (laughs) current
0: I don't know what that that was
1: Underwater blowjob That's disgusting You need to stop that Because you need to also remember You're doing all these Weirdly sexual things like a half an inch away from your own brother's face and a mic that looks like a penis yeah you need to stop all this mm, I can't stop. um but i was watching the game and it was in like 70 something 70, i think it was 72 72 legitimately because that was when there was the loose ball terry rozier got it maybe lebron james trailed after him LeBron. and yeah. then he cocked, terry back. cocked back and dunked the shit out of it and as soon as that happened i sat down turned tv on watched that play and was like oh this game is over
0: dude like they and were talking the about the third it quarter i was just like the the cats didn't seem to give a fuck about anything they were talking about it during the telecast the whole time and it was just like li- these dudes are rolling their eyes at each other like they're literally looking at each other like i fucking hate you yeah. i fucking hate you that whole team is a mess yeah like i it just, i just don't see a way out of this the uh i don't know maybe you- they need to wear all white suits the next game <laughs> just start all over again from scratch blank uh, canvas
1: the uh you know, so when they made that trade that first time and they had that fucking amazing game and everyone was going crazy and there was a report that like uh, J.R. Smith said something along the lines of like we got a fucking squad now and like everyone was like well this is crazy and like right before uh, LeBron James walked in some like Cavs Hall of Famer or something like that gave him a hug and was like y'all look so different and It's now become a meme on the internet of people just making fun of people with that sort of thing. And after this game, someone did it. It was like, J.R. is like, we fucking suck now. (laughs) Kyle Korver was like, well, I mean, hey, I made a couple of shots. And right before LeBron James went to walk away, Kyrie Irving gave him a hug and was like, y'all suck ass now. Just like, oh, man. That was one of the ones I saw that I loved. And uh, you were talking about how great Al Horford was doing. I just want to take like a minute... I haven't. I didn't watch that many Celtics games this year. Horford went down real quick. Kyrie was in and out a lot, so I it was. Sometimes I would watch a couple of their games, but I never really, really focused on them. But after watching, I watched them against the Bucks. I thought they played okay. Obviously, they went to seven
0: against Joe Prunty. Uh, How good of a coach can Brad Stevens be? Yeah. Joe Prunty
1: got him to seven. Just lost his job.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about that later.
1: Uh, and then. Against the Celtics, they did the gentleman sweep, and now they're up 2-0 against the Cavs. I realize, I really fucking like this Celtics team. They're, like, doing amazing. Uh, fuck you, Danny Ainge, for everything you're capable of doing. Uh, they they have a chance of having four first-round picks next next year in the 2019 draft.
0: Fucking ridiculous. Um, but... Is that true? I, yeah. I know they got the Memphis pick. I think they have a Clippers pick. They get the Kings pick. No, the Kings pick was this year. Oh, then they get the 6th Oh no, pick. I'm sorry. It is next year. Yeah, they, it would be next right. year's Kings, Kings pick. pick. Yeah, because the Kings lost their pick next. Yeah, year.
1: Yeah, they lost it. So if they would have gotten, it's fine. Uh, they're going to make the, the second. Th- they're th- they're
0: th- going to make the playoffs next year because they're going to draft Luka Doncic. Uh,
1: yeah, they're the. But yeah, the uh, the the Celtics will ha- most likely have four picks next next year because mm. the Kings pick is top one protected. That's all I remember. I don't remember the other protections that they have. God, but so good. They're going to have four fucking picks next year crazy. in the first round. Um. So, fuck you, Danny Ains. You're so good <laughs> at your job. Um, come come to Chicago. Um, but I never realized how much I love Al
0: Horford and Marcus Smart. He's been a spark. Like, last night when JR pushed Al Horford in the back and he just a. went after right him. Back. Like, That's the type of teammate that you want. Like, we were just watching NBA TV and Sam Mitchell was making a good point where it's just like, Marcus Smart's going to be a free agent this summer. And initially they were like, he is not going to get paid the way he thought he was going to get paid. He's going to get, you know, minimum level offers and he just hasn't been that great this season. And, you know, we talked about this last week about like guys who are earning themselves a a good payday next year based on their playoff performance. Marcus Smart just has that like Tony Allen level of intangibles Mm -hmm. where like he can guard one through four. Now, he's not the superior defender like Tony Allen was, but he is a... He is a plus defender, like all defense capability-wise defender, and he's just so fucking gritty. And he gives that team, he gives that team just like a grit that is it's unmatchable in terms of like you can't easily replace that. Watching
1: him watching him fight box outs against Tristan Thompson and pushing people around, diving for the ball, pushing J.R. Smith after he did that bullshit push towards Al Horford. Like I was watching that game and I was like, fuck. I kind of now I understand why Boston Celtics fans are constantly talking about Marcus. Smart. Well, and
0: also why they won't trade him. Exactly like, why all, they all these will not get trade rid of talks him. that come up and they're like, no, you got to hold on to this guy because he's he's he has intangibles. Yeah, like, he won't fill up the box score, but like he holds that defense together, and their roster like we've we've talked about it a bajillion times. Also, about, he's like, doing it all with one hand. Yeah, which is impressive. I mean, granted, he's fucking sucks at shooting anyway, so he doesn't yeah, need does that really matter. Hand. You could give him no hands, he'd still be good at defense. Yeah, um, but nonetheless, like it's, it's just, just forearm blocks. <laughs> You could poke it out. You could poke balls out with with a nub. You could poke balls out with a nub. He's a Pokéball. Yeah. Oh god. Bam. Um, but yeah, like it, it just it, this is just this team is just a testament to like the uh positionless basketball that everybody's been talking mm-hmm. about for a while. Like they've got four guys basically who are ranging from about 6'3 to 6'8 who can guard multiple positions and then Al Horford who's like the perfect center for this type shoot of threes. this type of NBA
1: even Aaron like, Baines is shooting threes. Aaron Baines. I don't understand. He hit. Uh, he went one for one uh, in the last game. I just read it. He went one for one. He's now currently in sixth place for best uh, three-point field goal percentage, minimum of 20 attempts. I think he's exactly at 20 attempts, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but he's shooting very, very well uh, yeah. in <laughs> fucking basketball history, uh, playoff history. I don't know why I said that weirdly. But yeah, it it's ridiculous. Those are like... I mean, obviously, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are amazing. And once you add Kyrie and Gordon Hayward to that, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be fun next year. Oh, man, it's going to be so much fun. Watching them in
0: in Philadelphia in the conference finals next year is Mm going to be dope.
1: And what's their starting five then next year? So it's Kyrie at the one, Jalen at the two, right? Tatum. Uh, No, you would have... uh, Hayward at the two. Hayward at the... Two or the three he, I mean it They're gonna really start matter. They're gonna start all of them Yeah They're gonna start all Tatum of them Tatum and then fucking Horford, and then Horford at the five uh, That's That's an amazing They're gonna lineup. play small
0: I mean they're gonna play small You know But they're tough And I but think yeah, overall they, I, They're tough guys Who can fucking fight. I mean you're You're effectively giving Gordon Hayward The Marcus Morris role yeah. In this current starting lineup.
1: Which also I gotta add
0: him on this list of guys that I'm just like he's been and he's another tough guy. So he's much just, fun. To he's watch. very frustrating to watch sometimes. He makes yeah. you very angry. He takes a lot of bad shots. He takes some stupid but man, ass. Man, he's fucking tough, man. He's a tough guy. And Boston, I, they love that shit. But one thing I will say like, if I'm tylu don't play Jeff Green anymore. He sucks. He's so bad. And he's not helping you. He's like him as your like Small lineup five. It's not working. Yeah, get rid of him. I also don't, bring Larry Nance back in. I also don't think jr Smith is working for you right now. jr is also not working. Like you need to find a line. You need to get the George Hill, Kyle corver Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, and I guess uh, effectively jr is in that lineup. Well LeBron. No, no, LeBron. Duh. LeBron lineup. You need to get that lineup back on the court. You need yeah. to get those guys back on the court. That's your go-to lineup. Find a spot for Larry Nance. Sit Jeff Green's ass down and. Like you've you've gotta exploit these guys because when Tristan was out there in the early point of the game, like he's pushing Horford around, they're controlling the boards. And that's why they
1: had to throw Greg Monroe out there.
0: Yep. Who Greg Monroe cannot play in this series. No, he looks so bad. He looks so he bad. Slower and just like he was he got blo- he got blocked by Jeff Green, the guy who I just said, Don't play him anymore. He sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. uh it's a something. Well let's talk about the other series that's going on in the conference finals.
1: So okay. um I would like to title this part of our conversation the uh Dr. State Love, or How I Decided to Stop Worrying and Just Love the Golden State Warriors.
0: (laughs) It's really hard.
1: Well, that's the name of the movie. It's a very long movie. Wow. Uh, But, like... Because I... It's so so annoying. Like, KD joined it, and it's almost, like, pointless. Again, fucking Harden had 41 points. I think it was 7 rebounds, 9 assists, or something like that. They still lost by 13. Like, I... I want to hate the Warriors so much, but, like, when I'm, like, a grandfather, my grandkids are going to be like, oh, Grandpa Nicky, what was it like to watch the Warriors? And I don't want to be like, I don't know, I fucking didn't want to pay attention to those assholes. They were too good. It was... So, I have to just respect the fuck out of them.
0: KD looked... He shot, like, 95% in the first quarter. Crazy. It's stupid. Nobody can guard that guy. And Draymond got in his ear last series where he was just like... Just go off. Just be the best player on the court because you are the best player on the court. Just because he's kind of gotten enveloped. He's gotten enveloped in that style of play where he's very passive now Mm -hmm. and he's passing the ball a lot more, which is not a bad thing, but there's just certain games where you just have to take over and you're the best scorer on the planet. Did you see that thing uh, in game one? I think
1: it was between Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and... um, Kevin Durant, the three of them dribbled a total of like 549 times. Who the fuck got this stat? I don't know. <laughs> Who counted that? Just bink, bink, one, two, bink, three, bink, bink, four, bink, five. Do I, you do that you know what? with a clicker? Yeah, like with a, a clicker. clicker. Legit, I would be, kick, kick, I would be a dribble kick, counter. Kick, 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 kick. I would have no problem being a dribble counter. You Could you want to imagine pay me if you sneezed?
0: That? Could you imagine if you sneezed and you're just like, fuck? Yeah. god damn it, I lost
1: count. <laughs> <laughs> but like, James Harden had 550, alone had one more dribble. In total, in game one,
0: than the Warriors. So I'm glad you said that. That's I'm glad you said that because part of while the first three quarters were very competitive and it was a good game, things fell apart. Not the entire first three quarters, but like first two and a half quarters were very competitive, very close game. And then towards the latter portion of the third quarter and going into the fourth quarter, James Harden was just pounding the ball. And like that's part of their offense is like ISO spreading the floor, like going to the basket, either looking for Capella or. Jesus, 550 yeah. to 545.
1: 555. I just found me. it. Yeah. But
0: this is what I'm saying. Like, that iso ball works to an extent, but, like, there should have been times where, like, they should have played James Harden off the ball, try to get him to go around screens, like, get his shots, or, like, move around a little bit more, let somebody else kind of handle the ball handling duties. But the problem is, like, you need Chris Paul out there if you're going to do that. Yeah. Like, you, it's hard for you to do that with a backup it was, point guard. It was or, interesting. You can't do
1: that with Eric Gordon. No, it was interesting watching. The, and another problem is one of the. Most effective lineups, I think, that the Rockets had were when it was Eric Gordon and Chris Paul. Aren't they both, like, 6'3", or some shit like that? Or 6'2"? Yeah, I
0: think... Yeah, I mean... That is... Yeah, I I think uh, Eric Gordon might be closer to, like, 6'5", or 6'6". I
1: I don't know how tall he is, but, like, not tall enough. uh, Because it's friggin'... Like, yeah, you get uh, Steph Curry, who's 6'2". 6'2"? No, he's 6'3". But, like... Yeah, 6'4". Yeah, see, he's 6'4". The rest of the friggin' Warriors lineup, it's...
0: What... Six five six nine six seven. I mean, there's a clear height. Disadvantage. Like it's crazy. Clear height disadvantage, but also like, speaking of Eric Gordon, like he looked terrible, missing a lot yeah. of shots. Also, when they threw Nene out there, I was like, Oh Nene no, looks old. he looks like he he's looks, like seventy two. Yeah, it he looks was. Bad. Oh my god, it's just it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in this in this game tonight. But honestly, I don't see them coming back. I think they're going to get swept.
1: I think, I think they might win a game. I I kind of want to see them...
0: I want to see them put the ball in Chris Paul's hands a little bit more. Yeah. I think that if there's anybody on that team that's going to really orchestrate the offense... That's something that I think they need to exploit that. I think if yeah. D'Antoni's going to make an adjustment, he's got to run through Chris Paul a little bit more. And, of course, let James Harden get his touches and his points. I mean, he still scored 40-plus points, but, like,
1: yeah.
0: it wasn't a pretty 40 plus And it was just, like, nope. he was making sloppy passes, and he was just, like, killing the ball and, like, over-dribbling and not distributing. Nobody's moving around. It's like, as a defense, you can just focus in on James Harden. And, yes, he's very difficult to stop. But mm-hmm. if the entirety of the defense is focusing on him because – The main play that they kept going to was drive to the basket, clink a pella, rim run, boom. Yeah. Toss it like or easy dribble, for
1: like, dribble for like 20 seconds and then just pass the ball pull up someone, or fade two, away three. three-pointer
0: like it's just you know like it just it's too predictable yeah. it's too predictable also, and like you need to make these adjustments during the playoffs but Mike D'Antoni right after like during the postgame speech was like we're not gonna adjust like this is how we play this is what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna play accordingly
1: yeah uh and I mean I'm sure that they they were probably not happy that Trevor Ariza had five fouls by the third which quarter which caught
0: me by surprise I'm watching the game and I'm like damn he has five fouls already
1: yeah it was crazy oh, um I know, I think one or two were kind of bullshit calls. The the refs have been kind of shit all year. Uh, I, I like how I said that as if I was about to get fined. Right, like I was like afraid, like they were gonna like, no, I don't give a fuck. The refs have been absolute dog shit this year. Um, that friggin, during the game two, the Cavs versus the Celtics, when fucking Marcus Morris dunked on Tristan Thompson and like was just like, ah, right in his face. Refs don't do shit. Then they both stand up. Then Tristan Thompson's like, you bitch. He's like, no, you bitch. And then they give them both technicals. It's like, no, technically you're supposed to give the technical right off the back to Marcus right. Morris. Because you're not supposed to scream towards another player that's considered taunting. He screamed right in his face. Yeah, oh, right that's in his hard. fucking
0: face. I, I look at that picture every once in a while. I'm like, God. That's oh scary. Oh, my God. Um. Anyways, game two's tonight. I'm interested to see what happens. I don't have high hopes for the Houston Rockets. Um. We did talk about the Bucks earlier and how they lost in game 7 to the uh, Celtics. And they hired a new coach today, Mike hey. Budenholzer. Um, resigned from the Atlanta Hawks, which we'll talk a little bit more about the Atlanta Hawks later. Uh, resigned, the Atlanta Hawks were like, look, man, if you want to go explore other jobs, you should go explore other jobs. And then he ultimately decided to resign. Just didn't love the situation in Atlanta, where they were headed. It didn't really match his career path because he did a really great job in Atlanta. Like he led them mm-hmm. to some yeah. really high quality seasons, the best seasons in Atlanta Hawks history since like the 80s, basically. Yeah. Um, so he got the job in Milwaukee and... Uh, I think he probably got the job because it sounds like he picked up the check today at breakfast.
1: Oh, I think he might have. Or actually, I think Giannis might have. And he'd be like, oh, is this how my my star player is going
0: to be? I love it. Because
1: it was reported that apparently uh, Mike Budenholzer, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and maybe Chris Milton, either that or whoever was looking at it was like, it might be a racist. I just saw a black guy. not a black guy. Uh, But... Because for some reason, they were like, it was definitely Budenholzer, it was definitely Giannis, and maybe it was Chris Middleton. (laughs) Nobody knows
0: what Chris Middleton really looks like. Which
1: is weird. Um... You know what I was like trying to think I was like I No I don't.
0: Could you pick him out? Like if you saw the, the Bucks Bucks roster. I'd and actually, no, no numbers. I'd, I'd have like, to ask uh, him to
1: smile because I'm pretty sure he has messed up he's teeth. He's got fucked up teeth. Yeah, he's got fucked up teeth, right? Up I'd be teeth. like, all right guys, smile for the camera. That one's like, Chris Middleton. He kinda looks like Anthony Mason
0: almost. Okay, I give that one too. He to looks you. like Anthony Mason. But anyways, so Mike Budenholzer's taking over the Bucks. Do we think this is the right hire for them?
1: I mean, I think it's a good hire. I, I like Mike Budenholzer. I think he's done—like he, you said, he did a very good job with the Hawks. He's one of the better coaches in the NBA. Um, I mean, he did
0: a lot with a little in—I mean, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say a lot with a little because that was a very talented team that he had yes. in Atlanta. Like, I mean, but they built that over a period of time with, like, Millsap starting, and Carver. Starting five was the player of the month. Well, and, like, yeah. And and the thing is, like, Jeff Teague— Still got the shit kicked out of him by LeBron James, oh, though. Man. I mean, but he led that team to 60 wins. They made yeah. the playoffs— multiple years while he was there and not only that but like he develops really really well like ooh, DeMari, i can't wait to DeMari see what Carroll, he does camp baysmore mm-hmm. uh, torian prince like he does a really great job of developing yeah. his players so I, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do with some of these younger with
1: Milwaukee with Bucks with like Giannis Thon-Maker. and Thon and Brogdon and uh, Jabari like there's a couple of guys there that ooh. I <laughs> sorry that was late
0: oh oh oh
1: mava i uh yeah i I'm excited for that. I think that would be pretty great. I
0: fucked that up. That was my first opportunity to hoof at you. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right.
1: embarrassing. It's okay. I'll I'll definitely bring up Jabari Parker again sometime. Um,
0: Well, next topic today is last night was the NBA draft lottery. If you're listening to this, it was two days ago. Um, But this past Tuesday, May 15th, a day that will live in infamy because the lottery draft results were announced. And here's the draft lottery. As it stands Number one overall pick Phoenix, Phoenix Suns Phoenix Suns Followed by the Kings Then The and Hawks Atlanta Hawks Memphis Who fell down um, Sadly <laughs> Yeah they, they fell out of it Honestly I think they're probably excited about that Because yeah, that kind of puts them in a position to get I did not know that Jamie Gertz was the owner of the Atlanta Hawks Her husband Sure Is the owner Nonetheless Yeah Nonetheless I, I,
1: He was I think I don't know if he's the majority But he is part of the people that uh, did it It was kind of funny seeing her there <laughs> It was really random um, but yeah, um, then the fifth was, uh, Dallas,
0: Dallas. which who also fell.
1: Yeah, they fell. Dallas uh, fell.
0: Orlando fell.
1: Chicago and then, fell.
0: God damn it. Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm still upset about that. That was
1: so loud. I apologize. For sorry, Jay's listen, I'm still very scream. angry. I'm very, very upset. Because at this point, they're just like, Jay, it's been like four days. Get
0: over it. (laughs) It's not. It's been two days. It's like a breakup, man. We were supposed to get at least a six spot, and the Kings jumped us, and we got the fucking seven spot. Fuck! You know what makes me so mad about that? Is if we lost that coin flip, we'd be the number two pick right now. Oh, yeah. Whoa.
1: Life's
0: a bitch. Fuck! And then you die.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Nas. Fuck. The eighth pick goes to Cleveland via the uh, Brooklyn, which was also via Boston, through that tr that, that great trade. So you know what is really interesting. Cleveland traded Kyrie Irving for the eighth pick in the twenty eighteen
0: draft. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Got but they're probably of, not gonna keep if LeBron sticks around.
1: Yeah, because they got rid of friggin' um, uh of Jay Crowder and uh Isaiah Thomas. So we're gonna so
0: we're gonna do a podcast next week. Um um we do with, a podcast every week. Well next week we're gonna do a mini sub with Matt hoover from uh, tankathon.com uh but nonetheless um so we can get into this but the the lottery it's crazy how exciting it is but also like what a fucking boring telecast oh like hell yeah so much talking talking in commercial breaks where it's like okay we reveal the first everybody up to 10 and then we're gonna go to break and then it's 10 to 5 and then we're gonna go to break And then it's like five to one or no, it's 10 to three. I think it was 14
1: to like nine and then eight to four. And then they did three, two and one or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. It was just stupid, boring television. The NBA, here's the thing. Kudos to the NBA for realizing that all us assholes wanted to watch (laughs) the lottery and they fucking, they draw it out and they sell their advertising dollars. Best league in the world. Um, they've clearly figured this out. Major league baseball tried to replicate it with their drafts. Their draft is fucking boring and baseball players are boring. And I, well, this is coming from
1: somebody who has a baseball podcast. Yeah. And like the NFL and the NBA and
0: NFL and MLB drafts are like fucking 40 rounds each. So it's, well, yeah, the NFL seven, nobody watches past day two. And I, the
1: once I heard there was more than one day of of drafting, I was like, I'm not gonna fucking watch that well, shit. is like
0: a week. It's yeah, crazy. no, it's like four days, but that's, it's just too much. That's it's a it's work week, much. pretty much. It's too much. Um, but nonetheless, uh, yeah, the draft lottery results came out. As a Bulls fan, super fucking sad. Taz, an Orlando Magic fan, still can't figure that one out. Like, boy, grew up in Iowa. Um, nonetheless. Sad day for Bulls fans. Happy, happy day for the Kings. Honestly, I'm happy for them for getting the number two yeah. overall pick. They needed this. They, the, they needed like a game-changing type of player. And
1: the Suns. Good for both of them. Yeah,
0: they already have Devin Booker. Yeah, but they ain't got shit else. Fuck it. Build around Devin Booker, you assholes. You got somebody. That's what they were trying to do with nine uh, terrible picks. Well, Josh Jackson clearly hasn't worked out yet. But nonetheless, <laughs> draft lottery results came out last night. He was um, fun at the end of the season, Josh Jackson was. Um, I actually want to move these out of order because we That's talked fine. about the Hawks for a second. Yeah, go back um, to them. Let's go back to him. So let's talk about the Hawks because last night... Came out that Dennis Schroeder removed all of his posts on his IG account related to the Atlanta Hawks. So it turns out Dennis Schroeder has been very vocal to the Atlanta Hawks, but uh, he's not very happy about um, about being in the situation that he is with the Atlanta Hawks. He even fo- he unfollowed them on Instagram. And deleted all his Hawks-related posts. People are very upset about that. He's very upset about that. What are your thoughts, Nikki? Dennis Schroeder
1: is a petty ex-husband. That's what it is. (laughs) He's just (laughs) like he's just like I'm pretending like they didn't exist in my life when they were like part of the reason he became a bigger deal. Um, I get why he doesn't. I mean, he he probably wants to win, and they're just like, no, if, if we win, then we don't get better players, and you know. There was a, probably a point in time where they are like, aren't you guys so excited to get Luka Doncic? He's going to be a real good point guard for us. We need a good point guard. And he's just sitting there like, oh, what the
0: fuck? He, just, he was very fortunate that he got drafted into a situation where they were good right away. Mm-hmm. And then they Paul Millsap was old. They let him go. Al Horford was old. They let him go. Kyle Korver. They traded him for, I think, a first-round pick. Um, yeah, they did. Yeah. Traded him for a first-round pick. Jeff Teague let him go. Oh, no. They traded him to Atlanta. But like, I mean, Indiana, pardon me. Yeah. And now, Dennis Schroeder went from a winning situation to now a losing situation. He's just like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Last season was so horrible, and I don't want to play on a losing team. He's saying he wants to go to either Indiana, play with the Placers, because he's good friends with Victor Oladipo, or go to the Bucks and be their point guard.
1: I was about to, for a second, I was like, oh, poor Eric Bledsoe. But he wasn't doing shit No, all Eric for him, Bledsoe anyway. hasn't done shit.
0: But that's just like... I have a fe- I have this like suspicion that this offseason is going to be really really interesting and a lot of fun. I,
1: I hope so. Yeah. It it seems like it might be fun. I mean, I it's also weird cuz he says I will be 25 and I don't know why I thought he was already like 30. No, nah, dude, they dropped him when young. he was 19. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. Um I think you know what it is? It's he's got that uh blonde streak in his hair and I'm like that's a that's a midlife crisis move right there. That's true. Uh which is weird cuz he's uh, obviously only 25. Well, you
0: know the blonde streak in his hair is because of the African like tribe that he's a part of. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I do not know that. Yeah, it's like remember how the Beat had the red thing in his hair? Yeah, he had the red thing. Same oh. thing. Yeah, it's part of the African tribe that he's a part of.
1: I take all of that back.
0: Wow. Because
1: now I feel like an asshole. You
0: are an asshole. Continue to be racist. Um, next topic on the agenda. It was announced yesterday that ESPN and Netflix are working on a 10-part docu-series about the goat, the great one, his airness. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah. How excited are you, Nikki?
1: I'm actually very excited.
0: Ten part. It's a ten hour ten hour watch.
1: Yeah, because each part's supposed to be an hour long, which is what they were saying. Um I'm very excited because I know one hour is gonna be about the shoes, and another hour is gonna be about like the culture of the shoes, and then another hour is gonna be about like his high school career, which is like nobody actually cares about his high school career. It's a fame story. People I know, want to hear that story again. But they're just gonna like stretch the fuck out of this because I would. Lo- I am so excited to see a, a Michael Jordan docu series. I don't need. A, I, don't I don't know if I need ten hours. I disagree
0: with you. I disagree with you. I don't think that the greatest player of all time doesn't have ten hours worth of information to fill in a documentary. That is fascinating because one, not only was he the greatest player ever. Two, he played on some of the greatest teams in NBA history. Three, he played in six finals, won all of them, and won uh, finals MVP in all of them. Yeah. Multiple time MVP. You get to to have another Dream Team documentary. Now you can cover that part of his life. And there's all these other subcategories of like when he retired to play baseball, when he came back, his gambling. There's all these stories. I doubt they'll talk about his gambling. I guarantee Um, they talk about it. You really think so? I don't know. Guarantee they talk about it. The
1: way that they covered I, like the OJ I stuff, with that do. documentary, they're yeah, gonna, they're gonna true. do it.
0: They're gonna do it. He's given them their blessing, and I love that it's gonna be on Netflix. Yeah, I that's love gonna that.
1: be great. Because then, if you ever feel like rewatching it, you can just rewatch it real boom, quick.
0: Boom, boom, boom. Um, it's gonna be amazing.
1: Yeah, I is
0: it is it, uh, is this Bill Simmons right? Is it working mm-hmm. on it? Oh no, no, no Bill Simmons. Dude, Bill Simmons has not been affiliated with ESPN for at least four years. Oh, I don't he know got why. Fired. Really? Like four years ago.
1: Whoops, so, I didn't know that. No, thirty thirty thirty, for 30 was his baby. But they they, they kept it going. Over. With it. Yeah. He's 30, got his own shit. It's remember, 30 did, for 30 now. He did though. the Andre
0: the Giant documentary on HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, What's his? Uh, he works at HBO now.
1: But 30 for 30 is one
0: of the people that are working
1: on it. That's what I remember. It is a 30. For 30. It. Yeah, it is a 30 for 30. It is a 30 for 30. 30. Actually, I think it's technically 10
0: for 10 now. Bam. Oh, if I could punch you through LeBron's dick, I would. <laughs> AKA the microphone. <laughs> no, I'm very excited about it. I will 100% be watching it. Um, I think part of the reason why they did it is because, like, it's now been. 20 years since he retired, and he's the, the conversation about LeBron versus MJ keeps on getting heated and more and more heated because of the way he's been performing. Why that's sad. I just realized 20 years since he retired, 98. Well, no, I forgot like, about 2003, so man, I try to forget about those years, most but nonetheless, do. like hell, even even the Wizards do well, they should, <laughs> but like you know, it's just like this documentary feels like perfectly timed because this conversation keeps happening yeah. between him and LeBron.
1: Yeah, I, it's I just get the, it. It's
0: just the right time for mm-hmm. it. And people, there are so many young fans who don't know anything about MJ except for what people tell them. Like, they need to see this. People yeah, this need is, to see
1: this. And this is also like, I think this is a bit of a like a a la fuck you documentary. <laughs> like <laughs> la fuck you, la fuck you documentary. My, Michael Jordan's like, yeah, no, no, I'm ready to show show the world all the greatness that is I. Uh, I does is he gonna have any say in it? I didn't. I don't. Didn't I'm read sure anything, he did. But, I'm, I'm sure he sure did. he
0: did too. Um. So last story of the day today before we wrap up. Um, a 25-year-old man was arrested after allegedly posing as a high school student in Dallas in the independent school district. Um, he was posing as Sidney Bovier gilstrap portley He claimed to have been a Hurricane Harvey survivor who then moved to Dallas from Houston. Turns out he's 25. He was pretending to be a 17-year-old boy. He did win offensive player of the district, so he did pretty well. Also, turns out he was dating a 14-year-old girl. Not cool, bro. No, real
1: not uncool. Really not cool, man. Like when it was like, oh, he's a 25-year-old playing against a bunch of kids. I was like, that's kind of dumb. And then you just, I didn't know about the 14-year-old girl thing. And now I just feel dirty.
0: Well, that's how he, so he got found out because of two things. A guy who coached against him when he was actually in high school was like, I know that, dude. He was in a tournament with the NOW team as a 25-year-old. And the coach from the other team was like, I know that kid. He played at this other high school. This kid is definitely not 17. And then the mother was like, Something's off here. He's been dating my daughter. She's 14 years old. He's 25. She's 14. He smells like cigarettes. The other day I saw him buying beer. Got old weird.
1: balls. <laughs> Why does the mother know that? Jay. Great question. Come on, man. Um, uh, yeah, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> uh, that's not cool.
0: Not cool. However, I understand wanting to relive the glory days. In the spirit of NBA, I have to ask you. Let's just say you were at the height of your physical peak, which you're in pretty good shape right now. I've lost a lot of weight. I have no muscle. Okay. Well, you didn't I have muscle have back then, so nothing true. really changed. So the question I have for you, today, there's anything that you could go back and do and pretend to be a high schooler with what you know today, your your physicality, look at you, just look at those arms. This is so big. Not really. What would you do? I legit think
1: my forearms are bigger than my biceps, <laughs> which true. is sad. That's true. I, like, on both your sides. Wrist, look at Your that. wrists are bigger than your biceps. Yeah, I've got very... I've got... Someone once told me I had boxer wrists, which I didn't know what that meant. But I guess I now know what that means. There's probably a good I got thing. Strong wrists. Um, Watch your faces. <laughs> yeah, I'm never gonna try to punch someone uh, unless threatened. Yeah, don't threaten me. I have won two fights in my life. Both of them, all I did was hug the guy until they stopped. <laughs> I Tickle just, fingers. I, yeah, I legit just put people in like I just choked them. I was like, no, leave me alone.
0: Answer the question. I don't know cause... if you could go and pretend to be you were 17 today mm-hmm. to get a competitive advantage. What would you do?
1: Um, I'm not physically gifted, mm. so I've already got that disadvantage even at 27. Okay, um, which is also weird because it means I'm only two old, two years older than this guy, mm. and that's more depressing about everything he's doing.
0: Would you like go back to school and start taking part in like school plays? That actually probably would be a good idea. Get started earlier. Everybody thinks you're like, yeah. seventeen when you're really twenty six. Yeah, <laughs> they're
1: like, wow, he's so good at, at memorizing lines. I don't know. <laughs> um, so animated, so emotional. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would go back to improv classes and be like, I'm just a kid, <laughs> and they're gonna be like, you know, none of us fucking care, it's right? True. It's true. Uh, care. Yeah, that's the thing. The only things I'm good at, no one gives a shit about your age. Cause it's true. Most people don't make it until they're like thirty two. So
0: what does it matter? If I could go back and pretend like I was a seventeen year old. One, I would have to do like a six month camp to get myself in shape before I go back to high school. Yeah, Um, But assuming that I went through like an MMA style camp and like got myself shredded in really great shape, I go back to high school. I would 100% play baseball again and I would wrestle. I would wrestle because I've got the right stature for it. I'm short and stocky like a troll. Do you really want to be a grown man wrestling children? Yes. I've got man strength. They're little
1: boys. Yeah, exactly. Are you hearing the words coming out of your own mouth? You've got
0: man strength against these little boys. Sounds like a W to me, son. God, you're disgusting. Sounds like a W to me. I hate everything about you. Uh, yeah, dude, you're fucking disgusting. You're fucking you're the worst. You're a bad human being. That's disgusting. I, I hope you go believe. to prison. I hope if you if you touch that fourteen year old girl, go cool. disgusting. Can you go to prison for going to high school too old? Um so he got he got arrested for falsifying government documents. So there's Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Falsified yeah, yeah, yeah. it um
1: our high school looked like a prison that's
0: fair most high schools do yeah most high schools do
1: you <laughs> mean and you wonder why people don't like going to school that's true uh <laughs> anything
0: else we want to talk about today before we wrap up
1: um no uh I've, i'll do some plugs plug them we'll do some plug walk. plug it away I don't even understand how to fuck my pillows. Talk. That's a rich kid song. Go. Just Anyways, uh, you guys can follow me on you on YouTube. And I <laughs> God. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nikki Palooza. Um, You guys can listen to our other podcast, Eat Yay Love. Also follow that on Instagram at Eat Yay Love or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Eat Yay Love. You can follow our YouTube channel, the Yay Network. You can follow our Twitch channel, Yay Network. And if you're in the Chicagoland area, this Sunday, May 20th, 8 p.m., Sin Night, the Blackout Cabaret at Second City. $10 tickets. Watch some comedy, live comedy.
0: Yeah, and uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on uh, the podcast. NBA, of course, is what you're listening to. But also don't forget about our other podcast, E.E.A. Love, um, Double Yay, and Yay, I Started a Podcast. Um, You can find me at J underscore Kiles on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, Be sure to check us out on any of your podcast feeds give us some love tell your friends uh and also if you ever have any feedback on the podcast you can email us at the at gmail.com uh we would love to hear your feedback if you're listening if you got things that you wanted to talk about the off is not too far away so we need some dumb shit to talk about so <laughs> give us some thoughts give us some ideas and, and we'll try to see if we can get on the podcast for nikki for jay this has been nba we're out bye